Hey, what is up? Hello, and welcome in to another edition of Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast right here on SB Nation. The offseason rolls along, and we are back for another edition of the pod. Remember, wherever you're listening to this, click that subscribe, click that plus button, click that thumbs up, leave us a review if you'd like. Let us know what you'd like to see more of or hear more of here on the Bucks Nation podcast. I am the Downey half of this dynamic duo. I am Trey Downey. You can follow me on Twitter at TD Experience. For the latest and greatest on your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, check out BucksNation.com on a daily basis and follow Bucks Nation on Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation. And as always, along with me on this podcast is the one, the only, you can follow him on Twitter at Elmar810. He's Len Martez. Two days are the worst days. Now I'm doing a podcast with Downey. Wow. Wow. Happy belated birthday to the one, the only greatest rapper of all time in Len Martez's opinion. That's right, third person. Biggie Smalls, notorious B.I.G., who would have been 50 last week. By the way. It's crazy to think how young he'd still be. He rhymed thirsty and birthday, and you ripped me for some of the rhymes that I hit you with. But that's okay. He's the greatest of all time, once again, in my opinion. I bow down, although my rhymes kind of hit it too. Yeah, I mean, as long as it sounds close. I mean, I, I'm a, he's not really a rapper. He's more of an R&B guy, but I love I love. I, oh, you gave me I, tell me somebody. I, I love me some T Pain, and he once rhymed mansion and oh, Wisconsin. Yeah. There's a reason. So, there's, uh, a re- <laughs> there's a reason why. There's a reason why I don't, I don't give you much respect when it comes to hip hop. First, it was the fact oh, that here you were in love with <laughs> Fresh Prince and Will Smith, and thought he was a rapper. And now you. I mean, he be- was. Oh please, bubble multi pla- multi platinum selling. Just because rapper. you sell doesn't mean doesn't mean you're a great one. Okay, that in itself should tell you something. Vanilla Ice sold sold gold. Okay, gold. It doesn't make him a very good rapper. Anyway, I mean, Will and- had more hits than than uh, Rob. I think Vanilla Ice's name is Rob. Rob Van Winkle. Okay, but yeah. the point is, is that he sold a lot. So don't hit me with how much Will sold. I will. By the way, I, I ought to slap him just for I was Chris Rock's sake. Anyway, yeah, I was, I was uh, gonna say you're. I was gonna say you're lucky we're uh, nine hours apart. No, I'm actually whatever. I'm actually not threatening <laughs> you whatsoever. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I, I got a little Will, I got a little Chris Rock payback. Come on with it. You win Will. I hit you, I'll double slap. Pop right, now let's let's get into uh it's been a some rough of week, the... man. I'm riled up, man. Don't, don't... Uh, it's been a rough week. I'm not getting on the soapbox. Go ahead, go. Trust me, I want to be on the soapbox with you, man. Um, but <clears throat> let's get into some of these podcast topics for this week. Uh Bucks practices rolling around, uh, rolling along. Last week we talked about Todd Bowles and how the team might look different under Todd Bowles's leadership as opposed to Bruce Arians. This week I want to get into some of the new additions and then uh, some of the additions that we still expect might be added to this team. Did you say new additions? Yes. Bobby Brown. Oh gosh, here we Rob, go. Rob Tresvet. <laughs> 
Johnny Gill. <laughs> I'm on a music tip, man. You got to let me laugh today. And you know what? If you're listening to the podcast and we haven't gotten into the bucks sooner or for you, deal with it. I need a laugh today. I need everybody. Something. You dag all right. Everybody does. You damn right. Okay. The American, the American nation, America as a nation needs a little laughter in their in their lives today. Okay. And and this week. So allow me some levity when it comes to making these jokes in regards to what we're trying to discuss today. Although we will get into the bucks. <laughs> Mind you, it is the is the last days of May. So again, allow me a little levity when I when I hit you when with a little comedy and a little humor, however bad it may be, the little humor I hit you with when you mentioned certain things like new edition. Bobby Brown, mass singer alum. I called that one, by the way, based on based on his clues pretty pretty early on. So. Yeah, based on the clues and the fact that the, he was a fat man in the, in the outfit, it's pretty easy to figure that. But Bobby don't put on some pounds now. <laughs> hey, Bob, you know what I mean? Season salad, homeboy. Season salad, come out there and work out with me in this Florida sun, baby. Clang and bang. Yeah, this Florida sun, North Carolina sun. This yep. sun's getting a little too much already. I got, already my, three, in the month I got of May. my three miles in today. Did you get yours in today, Trey Downey? Not yet. Hopeful. Uh, hopeful later this evening. Hopeful. If uh, hopeful. as long as the rain doesn't interrupt, we're expecting uh, some where, thunderstorms where, this where, afternoon. Where? So put the sneakers on and get out. Even if it is raining, chum, you gonna melt? Do you want me to get struck by lightning? I mean, you're not running around with a with a. I'm talking about. Bat. You're not running around with aluminum back, chump. Oh my gosh! Find your place to run three miles. Get those three miles in. Don't make me calm down there and get you in shape, man, or better shape. Because you, no, I, I, you know what? I'll give you credit. You know, you. <laughs> since we've known each other, this is the best shape that you are in. So God bless, Asalu, and and you know, praise you. Yeah, let me let. Uh, trust me, I I'll have no problem getting my runs in. I'm not trying to avoid them. But let's talk about some guys who are going to try and help the Bucks get their running game going this season, and that is the offensive line. And Shaq Mason and the trade that came over from the Patriots played with Tom Brady before. Spoke to the media at uh, the Advent Health Training Center for the first time this week, and. The way I want to attack this, Lynn, we talked about new edition Luke Gadecki, not new edition Bobby Brown, when we had our uh, NFL draft episode, the offensive lineman out of Central Michigan that they picked, um, and how I thought he had a great chance to start. You're of the you were of the uh, opinion that Robert Hainsey has a great chance to start. I, da, 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 da. I just I, I mentioned the fact that he he's he's in his his second year. He's ahead of Gudecki, and the fact that if you were to put odds on who should be who should be ahead and should be the starting guy, protecting the first snaps of Tom Brady in twenty twenty two, yeah, it should be Robert Hainsey ahead of a rookie like Luke Gudecki. Well, and how I want to attack this, though, is that there is a contingent of Bucks fans on social media. I haven't just seen this once. I've seen it multiple times that think that both Hainsey and Gadecki are getting, or even Aaron Stinney are getting the 
the starting guard positions, and there's a chance that Shaq Mason is not starting for this team in 2022. And I just find that baffling. I think that I think that Mason is definitely going to start. I want to ask you that, and I want to ask you how you would how would you shape out this offensive line? Because both of the guard positions are open. Do you put Mason on the right side with a younger Tristan Wirfs, or do you put him on the left side next to Ali Marpet, who just lost the guy who, uh, or not next to Ali Marpet, taking the place of Ali Marpet, Donovan Smith, who just lost the guy who has played next to him for his entire career. Are you surprised that Bucks fans are kind of pushing aside Shaq Mason, who might be the most important addition they made this offseason? And how would you shape out this offensive line as uh, we get closer to the season? What's Monday? Memorial Day. Okay. First off, huge salute to those who made the ultimate sacrifice for this country and this nation. That being the reason why we have Memorial Day. You know what Monday's not? Labor Day. Okay, we're in May, <laughs> and folks are trying to figure out who's going to be the starting guards on this football team. Not, not the starting running back, wide receiver, tight end, who we still have to figure it out, or even the starting off uh, outside linebackers on this defense, or the interior part of this defense. Right? We'll get into those. Trust oh, me. Hold on. We're discussing the offensive line. Correct. In May. And not just you. When I say we, I mean the folks you mentioned online in regards to fans, Bucks Nation, shout out, and anyone else when it comes to the media's concern. But dude, the guy you're protecting, who, who is the biggest reason why this team in this city discusses what they discuss in regards to 2022 being Super Bowl or bust, as Devin White put it, isn't even around of a facility right now. <laughs> He's playing a match one, whatever you call, golf contest this weekend with three other quarterbacks in the NFL. And you want to tell me, and like I said, I don't just mean you, Trey Downey. I mean, you people want to tell me about who's going to be protecting Tom Brady in May? Slow the hell down. Hold on. Let's check, let, let's check Mason get some dust in his locker before you tell him, hey, dude, you know what? By the way, we drafted one guy this year, one guy last year. And, and although, you know, you were a star in New England, you're not going to start here. Hold the hell up. Hold up. Let's battle out. In, in camp and in games and let Tom Brady figure out who's in front of him before we say, oh, you know, what? Oh, you know, Gadecki and, and Stinney are going to start. Gadecki and Hainsey are going to start. Come on, man. Slow the hell down. I think Shaq Mason is one of the most important pieces of this offensive Trey, line this season. He's, Trey, he's the one guy with the exception of maybe one playoff game or two games that Stinney started that has NFL starting experience. Yeah. And you're going to tell, and not just where he was a spot starter. He was a starter on a playoff football team protecting Tom Brady. 
and now you're going to tell this guy <laughs> that he's not starting because we drafted a guy that's going through rookie minicamp and OTAs for the first time in his career, and we got another guy in Hainsey that's going through it for the second time. Come on, man. You know, Shaq Mason's a starter in this league. Slow the hell down. And he's still only 28 years old, by the way, too. So uh, he's it's not like a guy who's <laughs> – long in the tooth in terms of uh, his NFL career as well. Veteran, but he's not like mid to late 30s where you're talking about retirement with Shaq Mason. But now you mentioned the other positions where you're going to have to pick out a starter and decide who the starter is on this football team and two I want to focus on. Interior defensive line and tight end because – two things still loom over both of those situations. And that is Indomitian Sue's still a free agent, Rob Gronkowski free agent, but we're not worried about him signing somewhere else. It's just a matter of if he's going to come back and play Sue. There were, I mean, we're at that phase of the off season where you're getting these prediction articles, but we've seen even some on ESPN, uh, Bill Barnwell, who I like a lot predicted that Indomitian Sue goes and signs with the Cleveland Browns. So, I want to ask you this. How confident are you that one, both, or neither of those guys are going to be lining up against the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football on the week after Labor Day weekend? And if it is neither or one or the other, which one would be the bigger loss in terms of this team's hopes, which you talked about, Devin White mentioned it, Super Bowl or bust in 2022? Gronk back. I don't know about Sue. And I think Gronk would be the bigger loss, as, as surprisingly as that is in regards to having to just fill one position. And when I say that, I mean one position to the standpoint of playing just tight end. But don't forget when it comes to the type of tight end that Rob Gronkowski is. He's not Travis Kelsey or George Kittle or Darren Waller when it comes to being the passing threat that he is but what he is a matchup problem in the red zone and tom brady's all-time favorite talking when it is the red zone right those guys when it comes to tom brady there's no other guy that has more touchdowns than rob gronkowski when it comes to the number of touchdowns tom brady has thrown to just one person but remember the fact of what this guy brings to the running game and to the type of blocker that he is to the running game. Again, I mentioned the fact that Gronkowski's not those other tight ends I mentioned when it comes to being the matchup problem as far as passing when it comes to Kansas City and Vegas or even San Francisco. But what he is, again, is more of a real throwback tight end when it comes to what he brings to an offense because that sucker gets down and dirty and blocks. And you know what? They may have a good blocker when it comes to one of the younger guys behind break, but what they don't have is a combination of what Rob brings. And the reason why I say Sue is a lesser loss than the two is the fact that when it comes to experience and playing and the fact that a guy like Joaquin uh, Nacho. Joaquin Nunez Roches. Plays and has played over the last two years because of injuries to Vita Bear and because he's been 
getting playing time, he's a guy that you could plug in. And, and mind you, as much, as much as Vita Vey was a big part of that playoff run in 2020 and winning the Super Bowl, don't forget what Nacho did before Vea got back. Okay, Nacho was part of that 8-9-10 game winning streak before Vita Vea got healthy enough to play in the playoffs. And you okay. draft a guy, a guy like Logan Hall, you know, first pick of the second round as well. Getting there. And I don't want to put huge ex- expectations on him just yet. But understand something, too, is that Will Golston, who Todd Bowles brought up this, this week in regards to the OTAs, Will Golston has been re- – he's been reborn. He's been reformed. He's been everything that they expected when they first drafted him. Not only that, before Todd Bowles got here, you know what Will Golston was? Dead man walking. Yep. Every year. Dead man walking. Who's Every- somebody that you can cut to save some cap room? Exactly. Will Golston. Will Golston. Yep. Look, we can sit here. We talk about the names we talked about prior to this team getting on the runs that they got on in winning playoff games and Todd Bowles changing, changing his defense. You want to talk about it? Let's go. Will Golston was one. Cam Brake's another one. Yep. Right? Cam Brake was the constant name brought up when it came to, oh, we got to save some cap room. Who can we cut? Oh, we got to add this player. Who can we, oh, we got to add this position. Who can we cut? Golston and Brake were the two guys constantly named. Will Golston has, has been a different player under Todd Bowles. Bowles said this week, he's perfect for the three, four. And Logan Hall, the guy you mentioned, is built the same way that Will is. And that you could put in the interior, although he's a guy that weighs 280, 290, and will give you flexibility when it comes to that defensive line. That's why I say Sue is less of a loss than Grunt. Hey, when you're a Bucks and you're part of Bucks Nation, you are both those guys back. But in all likelihood, I think Buck is just pulling the Michael Strahan. And if you if you don't know what I'm referring to, go back to a Michael Strahan uh, retired. He won a Super Bowl. What Strahan did <laughs> the year he won a Super Bowl <laughs> is he sat out all the training camp. Yeah. Because <laughs> he wanted to go to camp. Yep. He wanted to show up and play on Sundays. He didn't like, look, let's face it. And I'm not saying Gronk is one of these guys, but there are certainly guys that we've known that just don't like being a part of the climate to go to camp tell me when we got to play man i'll be there <laughs> hands up <laughs> i'm ready to roll call me in august and gronk may be doing this for other reasons but i think at some point at some time tom brady's phone's gonna ring or it's gonna be a text and tom may be on a motor scooter in new york <laughs> filming himself on a saturday afternoon no telling what tom is doing by the way God bless him. Uh, I've, I've become a bigger a bigger fan of his because of the, the exposure he's gotten. Some folks are like turned off by the exposure that he's gotten over the the last, I guess I want to say the last probably 24 months. Since he's become more active on social media. It's not I'm even good. exposure. It's him doing it. Yeah, but, but well, that's what I like. It's yeah. self-exposure, okay? Self-promotion, okay? I'm okay with it. He's shown me more of a human side. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, and and <laughs> hope look, we see that in the broadcast look, booth. I wasn't, and see, that's the thing. People are like, oh, yeah, I, 
He doesn't have the personality to be a, be a broadcaster. And da, 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 da. You don't know that. The dude was hammed up for 20 plus years. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he showed up on a, you know, on a snowy, snowy Wednesday afternoon, got, you know, got out of practice field, Gillette Stadium, got in the locker room, held his Wednesday press, and that's all you got out of him. That's all you got. Because that's all he was basically allowed to give you because of, you know, being clamped down and hammered down by, you know, quote, unquote, the greatest coach of all time. But my point is, is that Tom's phone's going to ring and it's going to be Gronk on the other side. It's going to be like, hey, let's make this final run. Last year for you, last year for me. Let's do it together. Boom. I'm in. Let's roll. Sue, do you think it's a situation where he's still deciding whether he Are you calling me to... Sue, man? My name is Len. Len Martez, man. And Dominican Sue, how do you do? <laughs> Shout out Buccaneer John. But uh, <laughs> your boy. With with Sue, do you think it's a situation where he's still deciding whether he wants to play, or are you less confident in him coming back because you think still think it's an option for him? to go to a different team. Cause I'll say it with Gronk. I think if he plays it's with the Buccaneers with Sue, I still think there's a very good chance he plays in Tampa Bay, but I wouldn't be shocked if I open up my social media tweet uh, app and see a tweet from uh, Ian Rappaport that says, and Dominican Sue signed with such and such playoff contending team. I guess my question, and I hate answering the question with a question. Cause Lord knows if I hit you with a question, you answer back with a question. I want to throat punch you. Um, but if he's not signed now, you got to ask yourself, why hasn't he signed now? I gave you the reasons why Gronk probably, Gronk, Gronk's just undecided about playing football. Sue's been open about, think about wanting to come back. And I don't know that the Bucks have ran out and said they want him back. That's just me. Bruce Arians did mention, but Bruce Arians is no longer head coach of this football team. If I had a chance to ask Jason Light any question, it would be a direct one. And it would be, do you want number 93 and Dominican Sue back for 2022? That would have been, you know, that would have been one of my first questions in regards to having access to Jason Light. Do you want him back? Not do you expect him back? Do you want him back? Because to me, it's a matter of if he wants to come back and play for an, for another winner, why would you go anywhere else? If I think he ends up at another place, I think it's because they, meaning the Bucks, chose to move on from him. Why would you think they wouldn't want him back? I think they feel like what what I mentioned in regards to Golston, Drafton Hall, they've moved on to to players that they feel probably they can get more out of. Okay. Which is surprising because if there is any 32, 33, 34-year-old that has been ready to roll when it comes to playing football on Sundays, it's been a dominant suit. There's no question when it comes to being prepared to play he that he is in shape to roll. That guy, that guy takes that seriously. And not only that, you know, God bless number 90 who played here the last three or four years, but there were times number 90 couldn't practice. Yep. Didn't, and then in the latter part of last year, didn't play. 
because he was too banged up. That's not 93. Dominican Sue's ready to roll on Sundays. And he's ready to roll on Sundays with the preparation that he put in the week before. All right, so now I'm going to move on to the rest of the league. And one of the, the storylines that's always out there are the players who don't show up for these off-season activities for their teams. And one that was not surprising whatsoever was that Baker Mayfield did not show up in Cleveland for uh, their set of off-season practices. And, Lynn, I want to ask you this. We talked about it a lot when we were discussing Tom Brady's retirement as far as, you know, who were the options at quarterback for the Buccaneers or who were the candidates for Deshaun Watson. And we never really pegged the Browns as the one, but that's what ends up happening. And we're still in a situation where we don't know where Baker Mayfield's going to play in 2022. And there's still the guy that a lot of people thought would be the first quarterback domino to fall and Jimmy Garoppolo. He's still a member of the 49ers too. So with those two guys still out there, where does Baker Mayfield play at the start of the season is he still somehow on the browns roster or does some team trade for him oh i think he's still going to be on the browns roster mainly because of the money he's due and if he's on the roster is he starting if deshaun watson is suspended no 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 he's and to his credit because (laughs) being the person that i am Hey man, you move on from me, you moved on from me. I mean, that's it. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not oh, come knocking on my door because you need me now. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. Okay. You left me your keys. You left me your keys, right? You put them on the counter with the dear John note or dear Jan, Joan note, Jan, Jan, whomever. You left me. Okay. Don't come back now because you got you need a place to sleep. Oh hell no! And that's basically where the where the Browns are. The Browns are going to need a place to sleep when Deshaun Watson finds out for six games or eight that he won't be playing. And they got Jacoby Brissett. And you know what? I salute, as my man Tony Soprano would say, move on. But. Baker's already Baker's already cut his he's already cut his ties when it comes to playing for the Browns again. Mind you, he did some of that before they got Watson, but he's expected to get, I don't know, 18, 19 million dollars. So with that, they're not gonna just like get rid of him. So you hold on to him until the market changes so that you could trade him somewhere where he's needed. Because it as it, as it is right now. The places that are being discussed when it comes to him playing 2022 or being there in August or September for that team, Carolina, they're already paying a dude 20-plus to, to, to be a mediocre quarterback. You want two mediocre quarterbacks for, for $19, 20000000 million? Okay, Sam Donald's got that, the mediocre quarterback position. I think, there's a, I think there's a difference in that. Baker Mayfield – led a team to the playoffs and won a playoff bad. game. I called them mediocre, okay? I gave, I gave them as much respect as they deserve. They're both mediocre. Mediocre. I think Mayfield's a big upgrade over Donald. And I, and mediocre, I like okay? They're not even in the top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL. Neither one of them. Neither one of them. 
That's don't give me that face. I didn't. Baker, Baker Mayfield's not top fifteen in the NFL. If he was fringe, I don't. Don't give me fringe. I don't want to hear fringe. He's not top fifteen. He's not top fifteen. That's number one. Number two is Carolina's already got a mediocre quarterback. Okay, where else is he gonna go? Seattle. Geno Smith's already beating out your board for that position, so they got enough mediocre quarterbacks there too. Yeah. Geno Smith is on his way to being a starting quarterback on the Seattle Seahawks. So your boy, who you said, you lock. <laughs> <So, laughs> you told me Drew Locke is going to have a better year than Mitchell Trubisky. All right. Okay. So be it. I mean, Whatever. it's possible that neither of them plays it down. I mean. Well, who's going to be the quarterback there then? Well, you, oh, you mean in regards to Trubisky Locker, and Locke? Trubi- yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe so, but it, <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> but, <it's, laughs> but boy, that background on that Drew Lock prediction. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm not. I'm saying it's possible. Oh, no, it's but okay. I, I'm giving you a chance to backpedal. I, would be, I, I told you earlier, it's May, so do the backpedal. No, I'm not going to do that. If Drew okay, Lock, right. But if then, Drew Lock, if Drew Lock loses a starting quarterback battle to Geno Smith, I will eat some crow on that one. Okay, I was, I was, that's fine. I will mail us. I will mail us son of a gun, biggest crow I can find, <laughs> and I'm sending that to you. And you know what, Chels, cook it up for him. Let him sit there and eat it. Is Garoppolo the starting quarterback for the Niners opening weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing too. The same thing. And Jimmy might be slightly better than mediocre. He might squeeze him fringe top fifteen. You think Garoppolo is better than Mayfield? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. He's done more, too, dude. He was one pass away from winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> Come on. Come on. They were there in spite of him, not because oh, of him. Oh, no, 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 no. You can say that for certain games. You can. He, it wasn't like he threw for 87 yards in, like, two <laughs> back-to-back playoff games, Ryan Tannehill. He Maybe made, Tennessee should trade for Baker Mayfield. So they can have... Two mediocre quarterbacks that they're paying twenty plus million dollars. Same situation, homeboy. No, that's why Baker is still going to be on on the Browns roster past September because the places that are being discussed for him to go to. So what's it going to be? Is it going to be a situation where uh, somebody gets hurt? Someone's going to have. There's going to have to be a need. The quarterback landscape has to change for Baker to leave Cleveland. The way it is right now, he's not leaving. Is it I could, worth? Is I could it, be wrong, but I don't think so. Would it be worth it for Cleveland to say we'll still pay him and trade him away, so you don't have that cloud hanging over your team, especially when you're in a situation like they're going to be in, where you're probably not going to have Watson for the start of the season? What do you? What do they care? Okay. You think they, you think they care, care about that cloud? As opposed to a bigger cloud that has yeah. 22. That they just invited. 22. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who they just gave, you know, $250 million to. Guaranteed. Yeah. 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 You, think, you think they're worried about Baker's cloud? Well, and I mean, based on what we've heard, there's probably not going to be a ton. Like, if Baker's on the roster and Deshaun does get suspended – there's probably not going to be a ton of support in the locker room with guys like saying, "Oh, let's bring, ba- let's no, have Baker start the first of half." Of course not. I mean, and you know what? That's a great point by you. I didn't even bring that up. Okay, you asked me. You asked me to, in regards to you know where the Browns are, where or where Baker is. Think about that locker room. Yeah. Okay. Two out of the, two 
of his biggest targets when he was there. Oh, it's no longer there. And both those guys weren't exactly like, hey, we need Baker. Odell, Jarvis. <laughs> Neither one of those guys were like, hey, I need my quarterback. Did, did you see those guys crying like T.O. was crying for Tony Romo? Hell no. <laughs> I think that that is a good place to wrap it up for this week. The offseason is going to roll along, and we will be back next week. It'll be the month of June. Goodness gracious, when we are back next week on the podcast. Until then, remember, check out BucksNation.com on a daily basis for everything on the Buccaneers. Uh, check out Lynn's Twitter at Elmar810. Check out Bucks Nation's Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation. And you can follow me on Twitter at TD Experience. Until next week, this has been Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast.